Hello, hello, hello. This is Sonia. And this is Christina. And this is the Say Nothing Podcast. Podcast. Okay, so we have our first hater on Twitter. Uh, Twitter name, closet, closet, closet. No profile picture. So first of all, she commented on one of our posts. Okay, we're trying to promote the podcast, okay? And she commented and was like, two karens dot 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 could be a he he could be someone we know who can't say it to our face well closet 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 fuck you (laughs) no look at closet closet closets uh, tweets and when they made the account okay we're gonna find who you are you dumbass yeah we're gonna find you Zero followers, sixteen oh, no following. Oh wow! And the only thing they do is retweet and say negative things. Wow! Read it to us. So they said to one thing, they don't want to admit it. They're all trash can. Supposed to trash can emoji. What is it about? Oh my god! They commented on our Prince Harry post saying Prince Harry is gay. <laughs> <laughs> and then she commented on a, a Nick Cannon naming his tenth baby Rise Messiah, saying both. Okay, lavender marriage. What the hell? What a Karen. Oh my god, she commented on Leonardo DiCaprio and Hijiji had been spotted. She commented, Leonardo DiCaprio is gay. <laughs> so this person is the Karen. And then she says that we're Karen. So obviously I replied and I said, try therapy with a little heart. And then she commented on that saying, right, take advice from two Karens when you two obviously don't know shit. I feel like this person for some reason i feel like this twitter troll is a he closet 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 do you think they're in the closet oh that's why he's commenting you're gay to every single post yeah i think he's gay not that there's anything wrong with being gay i'm just saying if your name is in the closet and you're saying everyone else is gay as if it's a derogatory thing which it's not i'm just saying then they are in the closet. That's why his name is Closet Closet Closet. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that was so funny. So funny. And I don't think this person knows what a Karen is. No, they said we're Karens, but I don't think we're Karens at all. We're kind of the opposite of Karens. Yeah, we don't make a big deal out of nothing. First of all, do we? No, we don't. No. Do you call customer service and yell at them? No, I am customer service, bitch. yeah anyways that was so interesting i wonder if it's someone we know and how did they even find us no one of our downloads yesterday is in tokyo i feel like they're in tokyo closet 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 is from tokyo probably yeah it, it would only make unless it's one of the United States people, but it sounds like a United States person, to be honest. Maybe. Well, they're in Bradenton, so we're going to find you. Closet, closet, closet. <laughs> um, From Bradenton. Yeah. We're going to message the anonymous about you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, speaking of customer service, I have a theory I don't know if we discussed it before. I don't think we've discussed it on the pod. But okay, uh, so we're from Canada, right? And Canada is divided into provinces, like yes. the United States is divided into states. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there are different customers at diff- in different provinces. So for example, if you're from Ontario, you will naturally be very entitled and angry at all times. Why do you think that is? Because I talk to them almost every day. They would be 
calling and just yelling right away you know and when you approach someone with this kind of attitude why would they want to help you to begin with no you're gonna you're gonna get attitude back or they're just not gonna do what they actually can do for you so if you're in Ontario and I feel the need to call customer service line and be rude to bitch keep in mind that you will not be getting what you want just just because remember what's the saying about the honey and the bees you never catch a bee with hot sauce you only catch a bee with honey exactly so be honey (laughs) (laughs) another province that is uh whatever is quebec in quebec people they just don't understand anything for some reason they feel like the company's policies never apply to them they're always trying to get something out of it and make you play by their rules i don't understand this kind of attitude Mm -hmm. just just i'm happy we don't have to deal with them very often but every single time it's a fucking issue nothing applies to them need special treatment i've had the worst calls with customers from quebec they're they're always angry like why why are you so angry like relax british columbia is like whatever we are neither there or there it's like we are mediocre to be honest when it comes to like being a customer mediocre and the impression we have on people personally i think that bc customers are entitled as well We have expectations. We have high expectations. We pay a lot to live here. Yeah, but we're also pretty nice. Nice, but but annoying. (laughs) High expectations. Guess who is the best customer? Alberta. Alberta has the best customers. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's something in their food, in their water, in their air. But they're always just so nice and respectful. They're so chill. They don't lose their shit. And they always get what they want if they call me. Just saying. (laughs) Alberta customers, we love you. Especially men. Well, women too. Women too. Yeah, but they're always so chill. And they always are like, you betcha. It's like, yeah, you betcha back at ya. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would feel totally comfortable saying something like that. I feel like the key to being a good customer service rep is to be super weird and quirky on the phone. No, to match the energy. Yeah, I like to say things like, oh, that's super califragilistic. And then customers always have a giggle and then we're suddenly in a good mood. You (laughs) you generally make people giggle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I'll literally do that. And then everybody laughs and then we're all in a good mood. And then the whole conversation goes a lot better. No, be nerdy on the phone. Customers love that shit. Um, oh, Oh, you know what happened? I think I told you. So basically on Sunday morning, I woke up Here's the thing. I <laughs> I went to bed kind of early on Saturday. I was super tired. Did you drink? No, I didn't. Are you sure? I Saturday I was hungover. So obviously I didn't drink. I was tired. I was extra tired. I went to bed at like 10 o'clock and then I woke up on Sunday morning. It was the weirdest sensation. I swear it was Tuesday morning. I looked at my clock. It was 7 a.m. And I was like, oh, shit, I have to leave the house in 30 minutes for work. And I thought like for a second, I was like, what day is it? And I was like, it's Tuesday. Oh, my God. And I looked at my alarms app and I was having a mini heart attack. And I was like, oh, my God, I have 30 minutes to shower and get ready and get out of the house. I was like, oh, my God. So I rushed up. I turned the coffee maker on. I turned the shower on. And then I was about to get into the shower when it suddenly clicked 
clicked. I was like, wait a second. Am I sure the day is Tuesday? And I I had been like, you know that moment when you wake up late and you're like, just like, you're yeah. just rushing. You're like, oh, shit, shit, shit. So that happened and suddenly it kicked in and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Sunday? How did you skip Monday? <laughs> I don't know. Why, did t- why Tuesday? Why Tuesday? Honestly, it was Tuesday in my mind. I my don't know. theory is Sonia did some astral traveling in her dreams and in some other parallel universe, it was in fact Tuesday and she was <laughs> and she did have to get ready for work. So it was just her version from that parallel universe waking up in this dimension or something thinking that it's Tuesday I don't know it was the weirdest sensation when it was Sunday like what the fuck the weekend's not even over yet and I think it's Tuesday like what happened to Monday yeah I don't know so maybe I did travel into a different dimension maybe I'm gonna wake up on a Tuesday and be like it's Sunday. I get to sleep in. <laughs> then I'll actually be late for work. Yeah, that would be nice to wake up and every day it's actually Sunday. Not any other day of the week. What if it's not Sunday and it's actually Tuesday and then I'm actually... And you're like, oh, I can go back to bed. Oh my God, tell me if that happens. Actually, just a, a no show at work. You just spoke <laughs> it into existence. I, I hope it happens to you. Sleep is a weird thing. Do you want me to tell you what my dream was last night? It was me breastfeeding my baby. (laughs) I don't have a baby, but I had a baby. And all of a sudden, that baby got possessed by the devil. What the fuck? Yeah, that was sad. So wait, what happened when the baby got possessed by the devil? It was just like shaking. (laughs) Okay. And there were people around me and I was in my childhood home. Hopefully this isn't a vision into your future. No, it was my childhood home, man. Do you think the meaning behind this dream is that actually when you were a baby, you got possessed by the devil? That would explain a lot. (laughs) But that wouldn't make sense, though. I know. I think there is a deeper meaning than something like that. And and the day before that, I had a I had a dream about Andrew Tate. Like I worked for him. Really? Yeah, it was crazy. I all of a sudden I remember my dreams. What the hell? That is so <laughs> weird. I think us talking about dreams before has like manipulated your brain into thinking about remembering your dreams and now you're remembering them. It penetrated my brain. Also, I spent twelve hundred dollars. A few days ago. At Aritzia? Yeah. What did you buy? <laughs> How did you know? Because you always shop at Aritzia. <laughs> it's on its way. But also, but I also like return half because have, they have a great return policy. So you purchased it all online, right? Yeah. It's like one of those like late night, I'm, I feel sad moments. Okay. What did you buy? I don't even remember anymore. Whatever. <laughs> It was a late night thing, you know, like I see something on TikTok and like, oh my God, I want it. I bought all of the outfits I, I, I saw in the TikTok video. I saw a TikTok video, okay? You bought every single item? I, I bought every single item she showed. Oh my God. I know. And then I saw you wearing black leather pants. Yeah. I went and bought those too. Oh, but anyways, like how stupid of me. I mean, we all need fall clothes, so why not? And I also bought that Jack coat jacket on Sunday. I can't stop. You've been shopping. Do you do this? Like you grab so much stuff and you buy so much stuff and then you just return all of it? 
No. I do it all the time. Sometimes if I go for brunch on a Sunday and then I go shopping after drinking a couple of mimosas, I'll buy a bunch of things that I'll never wear. And those things I generally will return. So, okay. Quick question. You know how during COVID... Did you know that Aritzia actually improved its sales during COVID like never before? Did That's it? some insider knowledge. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so basically everyone started shopping online instead of going to the stores. Yeah. So now many people, even if the store is close to you, you would still go on the company's website and shop online instead of going in person in the store. Do you have this problem or don't? I mean, we're all creatures of habit. That's my habit. It's so convenient. I don't want to go to the store. Like, I'm tired. And because we're creatures of habit, like, when we start doing something, we continue doing it. So during COVID, when we started online shopping, we continue online shopping. Like, buying groceries online, you still do that, right? <laughs> So much judgment. Yeah. I don't do that, but I know you do because you told me you're like, I ordered food, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I feel like the online businesses are booming. And that's like a new thing now. It's because everybody's so used to ordering either meal kits or ordering from the grocery store. People are ordering day-to-day -day, like Tide Pods from fucking Amazon instead of going outside of their house and buy it at a store. I know. Buying the, Imagine. Little, the little things from Amazon is so easy though because you get it tomorrow or the day after. You yeah, know? but still it's so much waste like the box, the packaging. It's like not good on the environment that's for it's sure. not because it's still just boxes but i like to think of it as feeding the economy and i like to also yeah. think of it as providing jobs to those delivery workers yeah you know? so yes it's bad with packaging but usually they use like cardboard and stuff which is you can recycle and also it's providing jobs to those who like canada post workers amazon delivery drivers you know, so it's actually not that bad. It's helping the economy and, and providing jobs to others. Yeah, consumerism is the key. Keep shopping. Keep shopping. Feed the economy. Let's avoid this recession by spending money that we have. <laughs> Only money that you have, though, not like loaned money or credit. Yeah, don't take any loans. And don't like max out your credit cards. Yeah. <laughs> so it's October now. Spooky season. It is officially spooky season, meaning Halloween movies are out. What's your favorite Halloween movie? I've never given a fuck about the spooky season. Oh my God. No, it's something about watching horror movies in October. You never watch horror movies. I, oh, I watch horror movies all day, every day. Yeah, every... You watch horror movies 365 days of the year. Yeah. I, however... Enjoy them even more during spooky season, which is the month of October. Okay, what is the last horror movie you watched? Hocus Pocus 2. <laughs> Wait, is it in theaters? No, Hocus Pocus 2 is on Disney. No way! Yeah. So anyways, I watched it. Is it good? Is it just as good as the first one? No, it was <gasps> bad. No! I didn't enjoy it at all. What do you mean? Uh, tell me what the plot is. Tell everyone what the plot is. I'm not going to spoil it for everybody. No! Spoil it! I'm just saying go watch it on Disney. No, but what about people that don't have a Disney subscriptions because it's recession? Like, come on. Tell us. Tell us the plot. Okay, click away for like five minutes and then come back. We're going to spoil the plot. Spoil the plot. 
So basically, this girl living in Salem, she... Of course, where else would she live? She's <laughs> turning 16 soon, and she might have magical powers or whatever, or be like a witch, but she doesn't know because you normally get witch powers when you're 16. She is gifted this um, candle that has a black candle flame. Yeah. Right, black flame, and apparently there's this thing like you know those three witches in Hocus Pocus one. Yeah, you light that candle, and three witches appear. No, a virgin has to light the candle. Uh, uh, is she a virgin? The girl was a virgin. Yes, she lit the candle with her friend during her birthday ritual, and it was under a full moon. So this the curse is lifted on those three witches when a black light candle is lit by a virgin under a full moon so that girl did it those three witches came back to life love it now mind you i loved seeing sarah jessica parker i love her <laughs> no i like the other one with ginger hair yeah she's still alive anyways they came back to life they wanted to eat them and then the girls convinced them that they were not actually children and then they brought them to a walgreens and the witches were like what is this place? It's beautiful. And then they're like, yeah, this is where you're going to find um, children to eat. And then like, just find the aisle. This is youth. And then they found a bunch of face serum saying youth. On and then they ate all the serum and stuff. I don't know. It's, it's like, anyways, they ended up uh, being really bad. And then they, they kind of put the curse back on them and they, the three witches went away. But anyways, I'm just saying the movie was bad. That's the plot. It's literally what happened last time when they came to life. Like, didn't they learn their lesson? It's literally just bringing those witches back to life and then and then getting rid of them again. That was the plot. I don't know. And it was kind of <laughs> boring. I don't know if it's because I'm older now and I just don't give a fuck. But Hocus Pocus 1 is just like... The first one's so good, and I don't know if it just reminds me of my childhood, maybe. Yeah. But the second one's not good at all. I'm sorry to break it to everybody there, but... What do you think about the black Ariel? What's that? <laughs> so, you know the cartoon Ariel? The Oh, uh, the mermaid? Yeah, the yeah. mermaid. Yeah. M mermaid. <laughs> Some, they made a cartoon about her, like a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, you know, from your childhood, if you remember that the mermaid, mermaid is white with red, red hair. hair. Yeah. Well, their mermaid is black with red, with red hair. Okay. So apparently people are freaking out about this. Why? Because they're like, oh, the mermaid, the mermaid, what did I want to say? Well, the mermaid, mermaid is like, his, is historically white. Like, why did you guys cast an African-American mermaid? doesn't make sense to be honest a mermaid can be any color that it wants to be so it's mostly it's mostly the adults adults that watch the mermaid in their childhood that are freaking out about this like that's not how we remember it or something like that that's kind of like just like watching the the show bridgerton where it's like a historically no bridgerton is really new to me bridgerton didn't make any sense why is there a lord who is not white that's historically incorrect so yeah it's more of like a woke it's show. historically incorrect so i'm like i'm like i love history so much not all aspects of it but it's like kind of like like I notice it, I'm like, this is incorrect. That's not how it was. But anyways, the mermaid is a cartoon. It never actually had that that time in history never ac never actually happened. So why are people making such a big deal out of it? It's adults that are like, oh, I, I honestly don't care. I bet children don't care. Children do not. They care. don't know the difference. <laughs> so it's like, 
what i don't know i don't i don't know i don't know it's a cartoon for children i don't think it's that big of a deal at, uh, at all like they didn't even question maybe there were no white actresses that were good at this role maybe they all sucked whoever auditioned they all sucked and the only good actress just happened to be african-american like didn't they think about it or maybe just the person that fit the role the most was that actress even if they did do it on purpose you know even they're like we're not hiring any white women for this cartoon they're only gonna hire someone of color yeah i mean maybe they just want to mix in like the culture in those types of cartoons yeah but it doesn't matter because it's a cartoon so it never actually happened so it's not historically incorrect you know like bridgerton yeah how do you feel about bridgerton i found it to be really boring it was like really hurting my eyes because like i was like this is all incorrect this doesn't make any sense but it's a form of fiction though that's the thing it's not supposed to be historically correct just you know like when i watch movies or series or like tv shows i really care about how good the actors are and the budget because if the budget is really small i can just see it during first five minutes yeah and it kind of hurts my eyes to watch to be honest so i have very high standards for example the house of the dragons so low budget i cannot watch it i love the game of thrones and i was really i was so excited about this show but just because how low budget it is and bad acting and bad everything bad cgi like i cannot watch it you know what i really love bad movies shitty netflix movies no no the netflix christmas movies they're always so low budget they're always so corny and i absolutely love them yeah that's all everything i hate you know when city people go back to their hometown in the small city and then they yeah see the guy that they went to high school with and then they fall in love and then it's like a love story oh my god i love it those are not low budget those are like some big hollywood christmas movies low budget is anything on netflix pretty much nowadays they're like they're making movies and tv shows like i don't know like like every day it's crazy and they're so bad not interesting it depends i mean there's some good ones out there they have the same plot it depends on honestly the director the producer the writer you know it there's like so many different things that go into place anyways if something is low budget it truly shows the only good movie that the last good movie that was low budget that i saw was called twilight (laughs) the very first one and then they ruined it with budget they made it so bad the more popular it became the worse the worst it was honestly the movie twilight was not even good it was cringy it was so bad no the first one was the best one No, the first one was still bad though (laughs) that was the best one out of all of them did you ever read the books yes all of them yeah the books were so much better when i what i visualized in my eyes when reading the books was so much better than watching the movie they ruined it watching the movie ruined it for me because now when i read the book i think of the movie but and and the scenery there but the scenery in my eyes in my head was so much better no i only think the very first movie was really good you know what was really really bad the very very last one where they couldn't even like hire like a toddler to play the child they had to make it like all on a computer and it looked so fake i'm like you have so much you have such a huge budget even low budget films can get like a real baby on set how do you know it was a fake baby what 
How do you know? Excuse me? Oh, maybe they had to make it look like a vampire. They can't do that to a real baby. You don't see how fake that baby is? Sorry, why do all of them look real and the baby looks fake? I'm like, it just hurts my eyes sometimes. You're doing everything wrong like why it's it's all in the details sonia really it's all in the details That's true they completely ruined it it's so bad i think it's an art to make a low budget film look good i once watched this low budget film it was actually so low budget literally this girl like punched a girl in the face but it's like she did a punch and then they like moved it so it didn't look at her face and then the girl was like falling down and it was like the fakest fall i've ever seen it was that low budget it was so low budget i don't know why i watched the whole thing <laughs> i actually watched the whole movie it was so bad you just keep watching just to see how much worse it can get yeah your neighbor's back oh my god there's the neighbor he's looking at oh <gasps> he's, he's undressing, undressing. <laughs> okay yeah well, how do you feel about um relationships that have a open door policy like an open bathroom door policy um not for pooping peeing fine whatever but pooping is more private and intimate <laughs> no i feel like honestly i i feel like it i guess it depends on how close you are if you've had kids together then maybe you get like to a different level still no because i feel like it ruins sexual attraction like imagine like unless the guy gets turned on by pee imagine you wanted to go wanted thinking about going down on your husband and then when the moment comes you're like i wonder if he washed his hands after he took a shit he normally doesn't <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know what like the less you know the better that's true <laughs> good point actually the less you know the better i honestly i i it personally i take privacy very important and i would never ever ever want my partner to watch me pee or poo thank you very much you know what else like th i think they did a study or like a survey surveys asking men uh, who reported losing sexual attraction to their wives and girlfriends girlfriends after witnessing them giving birth they lost attraction yeah oh no so that's my thing like i feel like my partner will not be in their room it, no is it because they stood to view the they saw probably they yeah. saw the parts yeah yeah wouldn't you be curious <laughs> no i feel like i would want my like partner beside me holding my hand but still then your face is like all and like it's just and what if you poop yourself it happens all the time honestly and then it's stinky and like you make a sound no 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 it no. depends on if it's true love or if it's just lust no yes if there's a man that's in love with you, he can see your face scrunched up while you poop out a child. No, like actually pooping because you, you know, pushing. Yeah, but if he's on the other side, there's going to be like cloth. He won't actually see that stuff. What about the smell, though? You it's going to smell just like baby. No. Poopy baby. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, losing attraction for your partner after witnessing childbirth is a thing. And I feel like it correlates to like, you know, like witnessing your partner do other intimate things like and stuff like that. However, just ladies, when you're giving birth, 
have your man stand beside you and not viewing your parts, okay? Because that's going to be scary for him and he'll never look at you the same. So I was thinking actually the other day about something. When you were growing up, like when you were younger. Me? Yeah. So, okay. So what brought, I was thinking about something and what brought it up was I heard Pete Davidson was going to space. <laughs> like every day he's no he's going to be going on a spaceship up to like mars who said that oh my god he would he totally would go he would no i was watching the the kardashians yeah you know the season two episode two kim said something about pete making his first post since the breakup i guess him going to mars to die like apparently he was going up into a spaceship to go to mars that's not a bad thing to end your life that's not a bad way to end your life jeff bezos went up there he never went to mars so where did he go no one has ever been to mars okay wait where <laughs> did where did jeff bezos go he just went to space in the orbit and back yeah no i think that's what pete wants to do he wants to just go oh up. that's just like like a normal thing people do nowadays yeah so apparently that's what pete whatever is doing yeah so what what i started thinking was my thought process was, oh, Pete wants to be an astronaut. No, it's called space travel. And then I started thinking so many kids out there wanted to be astronauts when they were growing up. Question for you, Christina. What did you want to be growing up? A cashier. <laughs> <laughs> You wanted to be a cashier. Yeah, or a pop star. Okay, interesting. <laughs> I always wanted to be famous. I remember having a little, like, uh, plastic cashier set as, like, a toy. Oh, my God, loved it. I always loved money. Like, I always was fascinated by money. I loved pressing buttons. Yeah, like, I love click, money. Click, 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 I just click. love holding money. I love counting money. Yeah. Yeah, I like smelling money. Put it, putting the money into the tin and yeah. closing it and then going ching <laughs> yeah or be famous i used to dance a lot in my room to like britney spears and christina aguilera and beyonce yeah or i also wanted to be a wizard a wizard yeah i've never had a like a dream of being a doctor or a dentist or a lawyer i always wanted to be a teacher you still can be no, I don't want to be a teacher. Do you? Are you kidding me? They're paid. Yeah, we don't pay people that are actually important much. Teachers are actually so important. They're shaping the humans as they're younger. And they're so underpaid. Yeah, exactly. Because if you, even if, especially when parents are working full time, who are children spending most of their time with? With their teachers. So everything depends on them, what they instill in children's mind. You're just like a provider and a caregiver. But like teachers are the ones that are actually like educate the society. Because when we're growing up, who's going to educate us about all the things that we need to be? I know we say that teachers, like we learn so many things in school that we aren't supposed to learn. But, but actually in elementary school, for instance, we learn the basics of what we have to know in life. 
And they're so underpaid. Like elementary school teachers are the most underpaid. Yeah, I feel like universally teachers are not being paid lots of money. They're not paid enough at all. So they're just doing it just because they like it. I saw this article. The teacher with the prosthetic boobs. Oh yeah, imagine that motherfucker shaping your child's mind. Okay, let's just create some context. So what happened was that... A teacher, was it a middle school teacher or high school teacher? Or it was like high school. High school teacher showed up to work d- dressed as a woman, but kind of made mockery of it. He wore slutty, or she, I don't know, slutty clothes. He wore biker shorts, a skin tight top with these balloon sized prosthetic boobs with, with nipples. nipples nipples popping out. Bad wig. A, like a blonde wig. So he's a biological male with prosthetic boobs. Not like normal size prosthetic boobs. Balloon size. It's like a 7D. 7D prosthetics with nipples. Yeah, it was a huge issue. Is it Toronto? The problem that I have with this is that children's minds are like sponges they sponge up everything exactly and these teachers know that do you feel like teachers have the right to express their individual selves as much as a normal person in society does yeah as long as they don't cross the line and you think that the prosthetic boobs cross the line yes because children don't know the difference between prosthetics and real i don't want my child to stare at nipples all day long nipples yes because that's what this prosthetic was actually showing nipples crossed the line it was also a larger boob size like 710d yeah honestly sonia it looked like a fucking mockery like you're mocking women if that's what you think a real woman looks like you're not a woman and you have no idea what it is like to be a woman if that's what a woman is in your mind if that's what we want to show to the world it's not even the prosthetic boobs per se that was a bad part in it but it was the whole outfit yeah like tight shirt with these balloon boobs with nipples popping out of the shirt that's what adult is supposed to be like (laughs) and what okay I understand that the school said it, it is inappropriate, but what did that teacher say? What was the point and what was his mission and why did he do it? Like, he never showed up to school looking like that before. Why now? Oh, no, what does the article say? Is he, is he a drag queen or is he transgender or is it just a joke? Is he mocking someone? Like, what's happening? Is he mocking women or is he mocking transgender people? What is going on? They haven't really posted any news on that teacher's point of view okay so it's only talking about it but we haven't heard his point of view so it's really still unknown he hasn't voiced out his opinion he hasn't posted anything about it and the news is not announcing what his opinion is so i feel like it cannot be something that he's trying to stand for because that would have been online as well you know Yeah, he's just trying to keep his job, I guess, and good for him. So the teacher is actually, he's transitioning. He's trans. Um, The teacher's current and pre-transition names are both actually listed as tech teachers on the high school's online facility directory. So he's listed as two people, his pre-trans and after-trans. I I mean, I'm all for everybody expressing themselves as how they feel they are. 
But I, I do think that this was an extreme and in a school setting inappropriate. Yeah, if you you know you want to dress and you want to dress like a woman, at least do it well. Do do it like real woman. Do it properly, not like men dressing like women. Do it like a real woman. It's a little bit inappropriate for that setting. Yes, thank you very much. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> I hurt my finger doing that. Doing a mic drop. <laughs> I think there are, there are transgender people out there that are genuinely like trying to transform their bodies and their look just to feel more like themselves yes but what that teacher did was to put on a costume of a drag queen and making a mockery of biological women and transgender women that's all he did that's because that's not what transgender women actually look like it was a mockery of it was a both. mockery yeah it was a mockery of trans and a mockery of women biological woman yeah did you know that the the u.s government wants to call us biological women birthing persons wait what they want to call women birthing birthing persons so wait we're no longer women we're birthing persons like that's in the u.s that's what they sometimes call women in the government birthing persons oh may i say something my god what a fucking insult imagine everything good about you everything good about being a woman comes down to just bearing children and being able to give birth can you imagine? I can't believe that's actually something that's being said. Hello, Sonia, birthing person. Like, what? I'm a woman and I'm proud. Where did you hear this? It's all over the, like, the government, the United States. Seriously? Like, they call you a birthing person. <gasps> Oh my god. Like the no. liberals. Like you know they have like a Senate assembly or something and they will be like me as a birthing person. Like I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, wait. If this is what woke has come to, where we are no longer women, we're birthing persons. Yeah, it's such no, an insult. I'm actually gonna be irate. Are you insulted? I feel very insulted. I am extremely we no, this is not acceptable. If someone calls me a birthing person, I will punch a bitch. I will punch them. I will punch a bitch. If you come up to me, I'll punch you. What about the women that are infertile? What are they? <laughs> what an <laughs> insult to them. What are they? Sonia, you need to go and uh, make a statement. Yeah. What if someone is infertile and you dare to call them a birthing person when you don't know if they actually can give birth or not? yeah wow 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 no like what are they then in, in an unbirthing person what the hell yeah that's a food for thought yeah that's a food for thought government of the united states <laughs> if that becomes a thing government of the united states i will personally walk across the border and punch you in the face exactly new york california that's the democratic faces but yeah. the <laughs> listeners that we have over there you guys need to stand up for your rights over there because that stuff everything that happens everything that happens in the United states always carries into the canada somehow you guys need to stand up for all of us sonia the moment we start being called birthing people in british columbia we pack our bags and we move to alberta what if it goes to alberta too no alberta is a very conservative province this shit will never fly in alberta we're gonna pack our bags and go to europe 
do you think Europe is better? They would never call women birthing persons. They already do it in Scandinavian countries. No, but women are women. We are women. We're allowed to be women. We yeah, are. I'm allowed women. to be a woman, not just a birthing person. You dumb bitch. Yeah, woman means more than just birthing person. Just because you're going from menopause doesn't mean you can call us pe- young people birthing persons. Like fuck off. Get alive. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So what is it gonna be? Girl, birthing person, old per- lady. Like what? <laughs> That was all because the lines are being blurred between like what is a woman, what is a man. No one, no one has any hesitations about what a man is, but everyone seems to question womanhood. That is the only problem I have with the blurring of these lines is that women now are no longer women. Like we're just biological birthing persons. A woman is so much more than that. It's everything. It's your being. It's who you are. It's your energy. Your feministic energy. You mean feminine, not feministic. (laughs) Feminine energy. Not feministic. It's like everything. It's, wow, it's just crazy. And I honestly... And what we are saying right now, Sonia, majority of people are thinking that. They just, you know, scared to actually say what they're thinking i mean who knows what people are thinking nowadays because everybody's thinking some crazy shit any pop culture gossip i have none how do you think pete davidson is doing after a breakup with kim kardashian i think pete is doing fine honestly he's he's kind of like you know how it was like an ugly boy phase and he was yeah. ugly boy to kim kardashian he's still pretty ugly but like I, cute i still think he's a fuck boy so i think he's doing just fine so i've like he's talked about having mental issues before and I feel like his relationship with Kim Kardashian, after only like a few months together with her, he got three tattoos of her and the branding that he cannot remove. Actually, I take it back. He's not a fuckboy. He's a relationship guy. He's always been in relationships. But I think he's going to be just fine. He's young. He's still young. He's a bit dysfunctional. Like who gets a tattoo of someone or a branding of someone who they've just started dating. Okay, so someone like Pete, who has a million tattoos, they think of it as monumental moments for every part of their life. Yeah. He's just putting a monumental moment on his body, which is fine. There's but nothing wrong with that. he got a branding, like a stamp, like a scar on his body that he cannot remove. Because he will forever, in his history, have dated Kim Kardashian. There's nothing wrong with that. But what the fuck? Oh my God. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Did you see Kim Kardashian? and getting a tattoo of pete no never never the thing is kim doesn't do tattoos pete has a million tattoos on his body he has a tattoo for every moment in his life the most she ever did for this relationship for the public to see and for other other people to see is fucking instagram pictures that was her contribution he went all in because maybe of his attachment issues but now she dropped him like a fucking fly honestly like an inconvenience to her and and like rightfully so but i feel like he's not really taking it really well 
is I'm all for t- Pete's tattoos. I think the fact that he got Kim tattooed on him is not a problem at all because he has a million tattoos. He has one for Ariana Grande. He has one for everybody. And that's just his thing. But he removes those. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Does he? Yeah, he's removing his tattoo. Oh, I thought they were just monumenting moments of his life. No, he actually, I think he's running out of space. So <laughs> he's removing those. But it's like, I don't know. Maybe Kim didn't realize that this boy has some problems emotionally and mentally. So she kind of played with him and dropped him like a hot potato. I think they had a good time. They had a great time and they had a fun time. Yeah, but why did they break up, you think? Because they weren't meant for each other. Well, who do you think broke it off? Kim, for sure. For sure. She's older, she's mature. Imagine, and he's like all in love and stuff and thinking about the future together. And she's like, ah, no. They also have different lives and different responsibilities. Yeah, see, she realizes that, but he doesn't really. I think he's going to get over it real quick. I hope so. I think he's a great person. He'll be be fine. Yeah, I wish him well. He'll be fine. He's going to go to space soon. Oh my god, it's gonna change your life, Pete. <laughs> Just come back, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Anyways, so this is the end of this uh, shit show. Uh-huh. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I had fun. Follow us on TikTok, say nothing pod. Follow us on Twitter, say nothing pod. And on Instagram, say nothing podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate us five stars if you liked it. Thank you. Bye. Bye.